Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. We're not going to spend three hours on GameStop stock. Don't worry, we'll get it. We have a lot to get to. This is one of those days where I'm not going to get to everything that we've prepared. And you know, it's funny. When I go down to Washington, D.C., and I don't like to talk about myself, but just to give you a, just a sort of an inside look. When I go down to Washington, D.C. to cut my episodes of Will Cow on Blaze TV, we start, well, it starts with me writing the show. And I have to obviously you know, track the news. We're, we, we know we're going to be taping on this certain day and we have to sort of project a couple days into the future what's going to be in the news cycle. And it's constant. It's a constant process of updating. But the truth is, when you watch an episode of Will Cow on Blaze TV, I do the writing. We start early in the morning. And we go right on up to about the time I have to sit down for radio. And then sometimes, whether it's a, a guest or something broke in the news, we tape into the, into the early evening. But for that time, I'm not on social media. You know, I'm not getting updates of things. It's, you know, go, 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 go. I'm not, and I'm not trying to make anybody, you know, sympathize with me. It's not a question of sympathy. It's just, it is what it is. And it's funny, there are days where there's, you know, too much stuff. And then there are days where it's like, okay, now I've got to cram this all together and get ready for radio really quick and all that stuff. But today is the opposite of what it was yesterday. Today, there's too much stuff. We're overflowing with it. Now, before I get into the ridiculousness of John Kerry, and, uh, you know, I, you know if you listen to this program, I'm loathe to play clips of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It's just, it's just so, too, like, she's so predictable. She's just so absolutely predictable. But we do have a clip today. We'll play it in a little bit. Have you noticed as the media piles on Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene, these people are extremists. They never, they never question. As a matter of fact, not only do they never question Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's extremist views, they actually celebrate them. So she is free to say any radical extremist thing she wants, and nobody says, this is the problem. It's only Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's only Lauren Boebert. It's only Republicans. But there's something that we have to start with that's very, very important. And that is Joe Biden abolishing Donald Trump's 1776 project. This was a response, unfortunately, to something that never should have gotten off the ground in the first place, and that's the 1619 project. Which, by the way, has been thoroughly debunked by actual historians who've looked at Hannah Nicole Jones's. uh, claims. And I, I noticed something about about this woman who is heralded as sort of the new Howard Zinn. Uh, she, Nicole Hannah-Jones, excuse me. She is being heralded as this 
this new Howard Zinn, that, that she is going to you know, teach us the lessons of history as it re- re- relates to race and, and the concept of a nation and all of this. And she leaves out, at least from my reading, she is listed. If you look this up, that's not conspiracy theory. She is listed as a prominent Serbian. And I thought, well, am, am I missing something here? I thought she, was, she touts herself as African-American. Don't get me wrong, I could, you know, I could care less if someone's black, white, Hispanic, biracial, triracial, you know, a, a whole amalgam of things rolled into one human being. I don't care. But I, I, I'm noticing that this woman seems to be in complete or has completely shut out the fact that she's half white. I notice there's no discussion of this. That her mother was Serbian. Unless I'm reading reading up on the wrong person. I don't think I am. But that's besides the point. Biden has now allowed the hard left. And this is something bizarre. They want to abolish the concept of nationalism. And the concept of a nation itself. But they're, And again, double think. Yet they want the government to run everything like healthcare. Well, how can a national government run a healthcare system without a nation? That makes absolutely no sense. And according to the left, only the United States should stop identifying itself as a nation. But when it comes to international relations and the United Nations, every other nation is free to view itself as a nation. And there's one thing about the United States that separates it from all other nations. And that is the concept of community or tribe or race all has a distinct purpose within without it being warlike. But first, let me play Biden. Let me, I, I will get to all of this, and I will provide you perfectly executed political analysis. It, what I'm going to show you is that every claim the left is making against the concept of a nation called the United States is 180 degrees wrong. Play cut one. I've asked the Department of Justice to strengthen this partnership with the Asian American and Pacific Islander community to prevent those hate crimes. I've also asked the Department of Health and Human Services to put out best practices for combating xenophobia and our national response to COVID. Look, in the weeks ahead, I'll be uh, reaffirming the federal government's commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion and accessibility, building on the work we started in the Obama-Biden administration. That's why I'm rescinding the previous administration's harmful ban on diversity and sensitivity training and abolish the offensive counterfactual 1776 Commission. Unity and healing must begin with understanding and truth, not ignorance and lies. You mean properly teaching American history and civics is a bed of lies. And the way we're going to achieve unity is abolishing the concept of the nation and telling the black people to sit over here and the Hispanic people to sit over here 
and the Asian people to sit over here and the gay people over there and the Jews over there, instead of having a common purpose within a nation, when you're constantly talking up tribalism and demographic differences and ignoring the unifying concept of a nation, you're doing the opposite of the work you claim that you want to endeavor in. A nation like the United States, which does have scars, we're not here. You'll never hear me sit behind this microphone and pretend slavery didn't happen or there weren't Irish codes or there wasn't Jim Crow or there wasn't a time where, you know, you know, immigrants huddled in communities uh, because they felt that they might not be able to uh, assimilate into the broader republic. But it's the very concept of a nation and the proper teaching of civics that allows a nation to move on from those things and heal old wounds through the democratic process, through freedom of speech, through, yes, the courts, that when a nation holds up the ideals that everyone will be treated equally under the law, if some facet of society or the government itself fails in that respect, we have created through our constitution remedies. That is the concept of a nation. We are not just subjects. We are not just plebes. We are not just peons. And we're not just living in our in, in our closed off tribes you cannot promote unity and diversity by telling everyone again you must you must stay 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 in that group and then over here stay 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 in that group the idea of a nation like the united states is that we are we are a nation built on a concept not an arbitrary territory, and certainly not out of a singular tribe. You look at our military. You want to see what diversity looks like, organic diversity? It looks a lot like our military that protects a nation. A nation has borders. It has laws. The idea that the nation is bad or the concept of a nation is bad you know, there's something else that the left doesn't have the courage. While it's constant, white nationalism is everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. It's in everything. It's in, yes, yes, Andrew, it's in the fabric of everything. Again, I, I've pointed this out. It doesn't matter how you live your life. It doesn't matter if you actually don't have a racist bone in your body. All that matters is you submit to their will or else you're a white nationalist or else you're a racist or else you're a house N-word or you're a sellout or a banana or this or that. This has nothing to do with promoting any form of harmony or unity in this country. It, their, their version of unity is a general submission. You will learn what we tell teach you. You will take health care when we give it to you. You will live where we designate for you. That is the opposite of freedom. If anything, we should have more of this 1776 stuff. 
people ought to be learning the true history of their nation and be educated on civics. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing how it's become fashionable. It's fashionable to be ignorant. And because it's fashionable, they don't consider their own ignorance ignorance. Woke, woke is now in fashion. It means, you know, I don't have to know anything. I get to call this one a fascist and that one a Nazi. I don't really know. Fascist, Nazi, all this stuff is all just pejoratives for anything that upsets someone who's emotionally woke. They don't even know what fascism really is. You can sit there and say, I don't think the government should control healthcare. Fascist! What? Fascism was born out of a more militant version of socialism. In its own way, like the National Socialist German Workers' Party. You actually have people running around calling people who are anti-socialist Nazis. It's like we have this fundamental ignorance of civics and nomenclature and the understanding of our history. We, we almost seem to prefer revisionist history to actual history. We prefer woke transformation than we do to actually chronicle our human events. And this is quite frightening. Now Biden is part of it. If we are not a nation, then why do we have a president? If we are not really going to be a nation, then why do we have a government? You literally have the academic left in this country trying to deconstruct the nation. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. And anyone who rejects them now is, is a white supremacist. It's, you're a white supremacist, even if you're black. Up is down, down is up. The old insanity is the new sanity. And what you should be afraid of is this is now in public education. You know, I, I think about this often. And I've had callers recently, young people. You know, we are taught as young people that that are to basically basically see our achievement early in life. We we are conditioned to respond to grading. Right? It starts when we're very, very little. You know, in pre-K, we're, we're, we're taught to you know, sit down and be quiet and raise our hands when we want to talk or go to the bathroom. We're taught the, you know, the, 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 the simple things like the alphabet, counting to 10, your color shapes and, and stuff like that. And then we advance. And we advance through this social condition of sitting, well, until COVID, in grid formation with a so-called educator at the front of the room. And when the government runs the education system, the people at the front of the room are going to promote whatever the government tells them to promote. And the only way to get a good grade is to follow. If you were to... If you were to... Teach your children to read the Constitution. If you were to teach your children to read the Federalist Papers, or at least you explained it to them. My wife and I are very fortunate. 
we have a very small, I've talked about this, small community Catholic primary school in our, in our community, and they have um, sibling discounts. So we are able to afford to have our daughters in private school. And this morning, my daughter asked me a question about Alexander Hamilton, not because of the play. And I said, well, the Hamilton vision for the federal government is the one that lost out in the, in the debates that were the Federalist Papers. And she was like, what's the Federalist Papers? And I started to explain it to her. That there were, there, was, there, were, there were people that were writing anonymously. They were promoting the idea of this new government. And, and Hamilton and one of them really thought that the federal government should have all of these, uh, these extraordinary powers. And the other others did not. And this is the, you know, we, we ended up with the Tenth Amendment. We ended up with limited government, the enumerated powers, all these other things. Not to say Hamilton was an awful guy, but I said to my daughter, I was explaining this to her. If in most public schools, your child were to come in with a view or a fact or something that runs contradictory to the teacher, the teacher may fail them, even if they're right. So when you look at 1619, you have students that are being taught something that is entirely untrue, but if they challenge it, they may fail which will affect their trajectory going forward. We have double think. We have wrong think. We have top down. Of, it's funny. We have a political movement in this country that wants top down authoritarianism, but also wants to reject the concept of a nation. How do you make that work? If you don't have a nation, you don't have a national government. We are, we are at a problematic crossroad right now with our education system. We have a left wing in this country that despises its own nation and is given into counter-tribalism. Every other nation is right. Every other nation is just. Every other nation is fair. We are terrible, awful deplorable people in this country and the only way to redeem ourselves is to purge ourselves of the of the sin of being american and the only way to do that is to think as they demand and throw our borders open and flood the nation with outsiders I, here we are at this point. If you disagree with anyone who's a Democrat, because now they're they're forming commissions, they're making lists. Every white nationalism has to be purged. It's everywhere. It's in the fabric of everything. All that really means is if you reject us, you're a white nationalist and you must be purged. We are we are receding. We are rejecting the enlightenment of the framers and the founders. We are rejecting their understanding of human history up until the moment they wanted to create a nation where the individual would have freedom from coercion, that government would be limited, that we would have a national... Look, 
Nobody's saying that to have a nation or a common goal doesn't mean people can't live their lives differently. Of course we have subcultures within. When you have a territory as vast as the southern tip of Florida all the way to the northern tip of Alaska, certainly you're going to have regional differences. But there are basic concepts that unify all people within the nation. That is essential things, like freedom. You're free to be you, I'm free to be me. You don't have to live like me, I don't have to live like you. You don't have to accept my choices, I don't have to accept yours, so long as we rally around the ability to make those choices and to live freely. You have this Hannah Nicole Jones person who has swept into an almost proxy power with this 1619 project that is nothing more than revisionist history. And it is being implemented as curriculum. There's nothing wrong with teaching American history, good and bad. There's nothing wrong with saying socialism, communism, Nazism, fascism, all of these things tried around the world have all failed. Even when somebody's screaming you're a fascist in your face, it's, it's obvious they don't even know it. We have so many not just misguided people, miseducated people. And it's frightening. It's frightening, you know, when they say ignorance is bliss, they ain't kidding. They are not kidding. Not knowing stuff sometimes makes your life easier. How many of you sometimes feel like you're totally alone in this? You read, you understand, you understand how this nation is held together. You understand the the differences between layers of government and afforded powers and all these things. And then you're dealing with someone or dealing with a, a growing number in society, many of them young, who have none of these concepts, understand none of it. They've just been told they, they, that virtue signaling and wokeness is all you need. I mean, it, it, it's, it's frightening how people are willing to offer themselves up as mindless sheep. Wyantic 695 Patriot 9572874. This whole citizen of the world garbage and this in fashion ignorance, you know, it's, I don't know. You, you say far right this and fascist that. These words are being spun out by people who simply don't understand them. And it might not be such a a terrible thing if it was just, you know, ignorant young people. But this is this is now in the highest offices of the land and in our broadcast media and people who have taken on the task of educating our children. They've turned the entire thing around. Anyone who disagrees with their their reformation of history or their revisionist history is now a white nationalist. It's now a white national. You're now a white nationalist. They're so positive of their ideas, they won't. They can't even debate them. 
Wines at 695 Patriot 957 2874. We are right. They are wrong. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.